Hello and welcome back to another episode of Bourbon and Blood. I'm Danny. I'm Brian. And we're here to talk about a movie. What movie did you choose this week, Brian? <laughs> uh, vampires. Wait, Planet of Vampires. Yes. Planet of Vampires. <laughs> Circa 1965. And here we go. We're drinking Pendleton's, Pendleton's, uh, blended Canadian whiskey. Very nice. It's a very good one. Uh, don't need to mix this one. There's no mixing with this. You no, it was it. just good. Just straight good. All right, so let's get into the planet of the vampires. Brian, your choice for the week. Why did you choose this before we get into that? Because I like planets and I like vampires. Um, I know. I feel like when I was watching on Prime, it just caught my eye, and I was like, I don't know, just seemed like a really interesting movie. I'm really interested in uh, kind of the horror movies circa 1960s and 50s. I really like them a lot, and this one seemed a little more not so uh, like the Tingler, but more kind of like more 1965, but more of a modern version of like what you see now in sci-fi horror. Why? You said you, you, had you already seen this? No, I'd seen like the start of it. Like I'd kind of seen, I saw like the first 30 minutes of it and I was like, I really want to save this for bourbon and blood. All right, cool. Good choice. Yeah. Cause the, um, I mean just the first visuals I saw and then we can get more into it, but I just saw the, um, the visuals of it and it just kind of really blew me away. Like I was thinking 1965, like usually. When did Star Trek come out? You know, I don't know. I think it was like 1968, I thought. Um, so was this before Star Trek? Possibly, but... Hold on, I need oh, to check that. Bro. I'd say we do have a little computer What, today. Google? <laughs> what? <laughs> Star Trek, when did you come out? 1966. Yeah, so... This looks better than most of the early Star Trek episodes I've ever seen. Yes. For and, sure. Uh, for sure. And the asterisk on that is when we were looking up, that... This was considered low budget. That's insane for right. this era. Yeah, but it was considered low budget because they didn't have any funding for it. And this, I guess, this creative director wanted to do a lot of cool things. And they're like, yeah, basically you can't. You have to, like, take what this. Who's the creative director? Did you write that down? Uh, I did. His name is... I have it right here. And also, what else did he do? Because His wow. name is Giorgio... Giovanni, yeah, Giovanni, but he's done mostly stuff like uh, Two Colonels, uh, basically a lot of Italian, you know. Um, like horror? Or? No, just no, basically just Italian like movies, like basically stuff you'd you'd see, like Battle of the Bulge kind of stuff, or even like a little histories. Although there is one called The Black Sunday, which looks really. Good. Interesting. Interesting. Or so maybe that's. The, <laughs> we'll put that on the list. But uh, yeah, he just, I think, took a really good like, uh, just made the movie really interesting for me to go. Oh, like this, 
is not your typical horror flick to me. The visuals were amazing. Right? Like, yeah. The cinematography was cool. The set design was cool. The way they used lights and smoke machines, it seemed like it could have been. It was better than some of the 90s movies I've seen. Well, yeah. And then I feel like some of the um, colors they were using were really nice. Yeah. Um, now, granted, you know, but it was like a new planet, which made it probably a lot easier to, like... To do pull that off with the smoke and like you know the kind of the kind of like uh, blues and the greens and the yellows and of course the fading back was I mean I don't know it just looked really great and kind of eerie I think that was one of the, what I really loved about the set design was the eeriness of it I think one of my favorite things about this is I know it wasn't scary but there were scenes that I could see being scary yeah like there's a scene later in the movie where they open a coffin and. The plastic rushes out and it looks like the shape of a ghost. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. damn, that's impressive. That looks great. And if I was back in 1965 or whatever, that would have scared the shit out of me. Because <laughs> it was a jump scare straight up. Oh, yeah. You know, I have to agree with that because there's a couple points in that where you're like, okay, this is 2022, but the makeup on these yeah. are pretty amazing. I mean, like there was one, Bert, it was character Bert gets hit and he had like his face was crusty and he uh dies and i just kept thinking man his face looks really good it looks really burnt <clears throat> yeah they did a really good job with just the makeup and once again the guy was the creative director giovanni was so pissed off or even the director of the film was annoyed that they had no money but they took what little they had and made it great. Like yeah. some of the, I mean, kind of like, I think we're putting, was this Wizard of Oz, how did that force perspective, and it was just amazing how they did that. You're like, oh yeah, you're down a long hallway looking in, right? Yeah, it was really good. So like, Dawn of the Dead came out in 1978. Romero killed it with the zombies, yeah. and the blood was cool. This movie, what, 10 years before, was doing stuff special effects wise that looked just as good. Right? Yeah, and I'll tell you, the um, the space outfits were oh, just a little. Uh, the space outfits were amazing. Yeah. Like, well, I, yeah. I, no, but I mean, no, I mean, I mean, for this for sixty five. Yeah. In the sense that. You know, Star Trek came out like a year later, and they're just wearing cloth. They were full leather, like with boots. <laughs> like you know what they look like? Do you remember the 2000 X Men movie? Yes. Oh, they wow. looked like they were wearing all X Men outfits. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's where they got the uh, the um, the idea. So this was based off a book, One Night in Twenty One. What is it? One Night in Twenty One Heavens or something oh. like that. That's what it said at the beginning. Of oh, the movie. okay. <laughs> when when stuff really was based off books. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I did love in their outfits also that all of them had popped collars, like, all the way up past their yep. ears. Well, and I did like how um, just a little bit um, of just little, these little details, like um, the other other ship, ship, they were wearing red. Red, red red accents. Red accents. Because it was all black. Well, no, but I was going to say, <laughs> yes, but it was, their insignias were red and yeah. they had accents. Where, when were yellow and they had accents, which was really cool. I thought that was really, although they really dropped the ball on the helmets. Yeah, the helmets looked really dumb. Well, because the helmets were yellow on the other, and they should have been red. Also, like, they just were basically biker helmets. Like, they weren't. 
They weren't, yeah. <laughs> Everything else had a lot of detail to it. They were like, oh shit, we need helmets. Let's grab some helmets. So tell me the story of Planet of the Vampire Slash. These are just zombies or possessions. So, well, first of all, the title, <laughs> Planet yeah. of the Vampires. Since it was most, it was definitely a uh, Italian movie that looks like it was dubbed, but not horribly dubbed. I mean, it, it, it their, their uh, mouths with a speech looked good there was almost times I thought it wasn't dubbed until there were certain character or actors that were yep. talking I'm like oh wait this yeah. is dubbed <laughs> it was a little off right but um so there weren't vampires they were zombies which... I wouldn't even say they were zombies. They were possessed. <laughs> yeah, they were possessed. They were more like this. It's a possession like, movie. Yeah, like <laughs> the planet of exorcists, you know, exorcisms. <laughs> but uh, so the idea is that these two, um, these uh, entities, have been sending out signals for over a century to um, come to their dying planet that died, and and they these two ships finally whether because they finally got space travel or whatever, they come to the planet and they're like, hey, they've, they've, you know, they've got this signal that's been We're here to out. help. We're helped, yeah. And, but as they were land, they were forced to land, it seems, because then they go through this whole gravitational thing and they crash and... Oh, let's talk about the gravitation real quick. <laughs> so the gravitation is a real downer for everyone in the ship. <laughs> because they... They are floored, except for their, like, I don't know, seven-year-old captain who oh, has yeah. the strength to mm-hmm. survive it. <laughs> but everyone else is, like, forced to the ground. They can't even, like, push buttons. The gravity really rips them apart. And it's, it forces them to land, but the captain even says, he's like, we were being pulled down with the gravitation, but we had such a smooth landing. Like, we should have died. <laughs> it was like, I prepared for a crash, and we just landed gently. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, the gravitation. So these entities entities have like the power to make sure you land gently. <laughs> yes, and so the entities, um, their main goal was to uh, get get whoever ship lands, take them over, and then leave the planet. Even though they weren't technical, they had no. They literally had no technology. They had no nothing, and somehow, they were gonna like do it. But uh, so they made all the the people start fighting each other. But once again, the captain Mark was able to withstand it and stay awake. And stay awake, and then yeah, they go to the next ship and they've killed each other. And... So they did this because apparently the entities can't take you over unless you unless want you want it or you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> And apparently people just don't want to be taken over. I don't know why. <laughs> and they never kind of explain, well, they, of course, it's, you know, it'd be interesting to read the book, is where they, was it part of the fog or was it a parasite? Because they called it a parasite. Yeah, but the entities were very quick to be like, we're not a parasite. <laughs> yeah, but that's, I mean, so I was just curious on that. Like, I was just a little bit of curiousness. No, they were the Space Invader lights. That oh, that's right. Went really fast. Yeah, looping around, yeah. <laughs> so the ship lands, and they are going to go out, or one of the doctor who's crazy is going to go out onto the planet. The ship escape pod, or whatever it is, escape hatch, comes down, and it looks like a penis. A very phallic. Yes. And then it opens, and it looks like a butthole. <laughs> and the sphincter opens. <clears throat> Like, seriously. So it's like them going in and out of buttholes throughout the whole movie, which was kind of funny. <laughs> this is an innie, or this is an Audi, not an innie. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, 
it, yeah, and so basically, I mean, they spend like basically take time to go to the next ship and they tool around and they're trying to figure what's going on as they bury people, they wake up, they bury them, they wake up, and then they found another ship. Another alien that apparently fought back. I want to talk about the ship real quick. Oh, yeah, okay. So we get on the ship. They're giants. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they have a tuning fork and things that make noise. I have a theory. This was a traveling band. (laughs) And they were like, whoa, dude, these guys need help. They go down, but they're too stoned. And they don't have a good ship, so they can't actually help the entities. That's true, and they were too big, and the people, entities couldn't control Think them. Think about it, there's just like two of them. They're giants, and they have like tuning forks and giant like, music-making no, machines. I think there were four of them, because there were two outside. One who was coming out the door, yeah, and the one that was in there, that they are like, and knocked him over. I want a backstory. I want them I to make a movie of these giant aliens that are in a band. I know. Who are touring the galaxy and like, whoa, we got to go help this planet, bro. See, that's one thing, though, I think <laughs> would have been a really cool for this if you did a remake of it. They would do a backstory about that, like how they came down. Like this, that you, you kind of showed up and your assumption is, oh, they landed because of it. But that was it. Yeah. And then they tried to talk. They hit something. It was going, brruh, brruh, then it like. I bet that it. was a recording equipment and that was yeah. him actually singing. Yep. <laughs> That was a drum, and that that thing that kept shocking was literally their little drum machine. And they kept hitting it wrong. It was ah, my hands. But the the giant skeletons looked great again, 1965, and the set. And the foley was good too. Yeah, the foley was amazing. Like I was thinking every time they were walking. Obviously, you know, it, somebody working on foley, foley, but it was just like yeah, they're walking on metal. I was like, man, like I was just so intrigued by their set design even though like once again they were like oh yeah this is cheap i'm like yeah but that's the that's a test of a master he took what he had and made it look great yeah i was like damn it was fantastic it was so good so they they realized they have to go get another meteor what is it oh that was a meteor rejector Reject, yeah, reflector, rejector. No, rejector, which is the stupidest name. I get it. It rejects <laughs> meteors. Like I just imagine, like meteors coming at the ship. It's like, bing, no, you can't touch me now. But I feel, I, but I feel yeah, it's like you're rejected. Although they didn't reject as much as they. It should have been called meteor. It should have been meteor deflector. This was before be Star Trek. Why wasn't it just not called a? I don't know, reflector shield. Huh. <laughs> Which is what it was. <laughs> Maybe it would have been. <laughs> but once again, like a lo- how much is lost in translation? That is true. Like I'm still like perplexed. Like I wonder if it, you know, <laughs> let's call it vampire. What? Did you see, uh, you see Walt, you've seen Willow, right? Yeah. So there's a scene at the end of Willow where they're attacking the Mad Queen and their plan is they hide underneath these like slabs of rocks and then when they open the gates they all come out like like mole rats or something. Yeah. That's what the zombies were doing. They were coming out of their graves like mole rats when people walked away. Oh yeah, I just I think I kept hitting was the makeup. Yeah, the makeup. Fantastic. I mean Yeah, I mean the story was pretty good. I mean the story was like um it was inter- intriguing. Yeah. Um 
I definitely wish they like once again, you know, sixty-five. They're they're basically just getting people in theaters. It was a double feature. I was reading. Was it? What was the other movie? <sighs> what was the double? Oh, oh. Gosh. I'm so unprepared. I, so <laughs> I want to know this. This is this is a serious one. I know. So I feel like we need to watch that other movie too. <laughs> so the double feature says it came in. Do 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 double feature plot. Damn. While you're looking that up, I want to bring up a point that's kind of bummed me out. So one of the crew members, Bert, dies, and he becomes a zombie, but he's laying on the table, and he, like, spooks the other girls. But they never do anything with that. Like, I thought Bert was going to be more of a menace on the ship, but now zombie Bert was only there to spook girls. (laughs) Way to go, Bert. Oh, so that... (laughs) I think it was that Black Sunday... Is that something you've seen? Or is that the other one you That were... was when I was just looking at, yeah. All right. Was, yeah, I think that was the double feature on that was the Black Sunday. Um, which, yeah, I mean, I just thought that, yeah. Uh, but so you feel like you can't go too much into detail, I suppose, but it would have been really good to get a little bit more, you know. It seems like to, some movies back then, they're like, oh, we just have to end it without any kind of... Yeah. We're, we're here. You know, it's like... <laughs> but... They were like, they kept calling them humans and humans, and they kept using, like, Earth language, right? Yeah. So then, at the end... I think they ever used the word human. They did, once. Did they? Twice, because they were saying, like, when they are saying, uh, it wasn't Bert. No, it wasn't Bert. It was the other, who's the guy towards the end? Uh, Jose. Uh, Wes. <laughs> Wes, he had said that. He used it. You know? Yeah. But it, it kind of, but it's that sci-fi, it's that sci-fi trope a little bit, where you know they end up at the planet, right? It's always that kind of science physic, scientific trope that some science fic, fiction uses. Yeah, you know, they, oh, they ended up at Earth. Is yeah, what you're saying. that's what I mean. Yeah. So like even with some other shows, it always ends up, oh, here's Earth. Oh, well, real quick, just so you know, the aliens did make it to the <laughs> ship, and they did take over. And that's when they show up to Earth and like, will they accept us? Oh, they will, or they, <laughs> they will, or, or well, else. But I thought it would have been more interesting for that though, if the um, if it would have been more, they would have been vampires. Yeah, <laughs> but vampires, but their ship would have landed like in like ancient time, not ancient, but you know, like around when vampires really like. I mean, that would have been interesting, but that would have been ridiculous. I know, but at least it would have been some correlation. They could have called it Planet of the Zombies or Planet of the Mind Control. That's true. And then... I do do want to go back real quick to the Giants ship. Just when we're talking about set design, it looked like uh, the Chiodos Brothers set for uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yeah. Like, giant lava lamp looking things throbbing lights I didn't understand why they were cobwebs does that mean there's giant spiders That's on that ship too. I, I, was, I was like wait a minute uh, I could see the moss kinda yeah. but was it moss as much as it was like something like uh, eating away at the metal but yeah when I saw the, the spider webs I'm like what Unless they had spiders on their planet and they brought them with I mean, that's fine, but I'm assuming they're giant spiders because they're giant people. <laughs> and those were big cobwebs, they so were, they, they lost some... They missed an opportunity to have giant spiders chasing them through the ship. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's... I mean, that's the thing with this. I mean, it... A couple... There were a couple, mi- obviously, missed opportunities, like with Bert. Um, he stands up. 
ah, you know, like a, a shock moment, and then she falls to the ground, and that's it. And then he's back on the table, like nothing happened. <laughs> yeah, and then they bury him, whatever. But it's like, yeah, like that was a great opportunity. You know, but that's, I mean, but, you know, it's kind of more sophisticated sci-fi thing more. It was more like takeover and, you you know, you have to allow us into you type thing as opposed to, uh, as opposed to be more like shocky, like, I'm going to, and although in the beginning they did have the strangling. Yeah. <laughs> Help me. And then, man, but, um, yeah, I, I liked it a lot. Though. I mean, I, it's one of those ones that... I'll just revisit because I love this set so much. I actually really enjoyed it too. Usually when you're like, you haven't let me down yet, but <laughs> there's been a lot of 60s and 50s and early 70s horror movies. I'm like, oh, this is something I really want to talk about or enjoy. But this kept my attention the whole time. Yeah, you know, I was reading a little bit on it, not too much, but just more just afterwards. And it was like, I was like, I really enjoyed it, but it really is one of those movies that people really do enjoy. Like it's just, you know, like it, once again, it's one of those... Uh, just those science I think those sci-fi kind of like thrillers I'd say it's more of a thriller yeah than a horror flick for sure I know there was some jump scares and blood yeah it's scarier blood, than some movies yeah, yeah. <laughs> the blood was pretty funny it was really goopy so it, you know but when it when it, it's the reason it doesn't bother me because they weren't technically human even though he did say it Wes didn't say that yeah. once but also it, it's another translation it's whatever but yeah, so the blood could have been thicker for them, but it was pretty great. Like I don't know, I'm still like, just the uh, the makeup was, gr- I mean, really great for the time. They didn't overdo it, and then there was just this. I love the outfits, although they're wearing the outfits, and then as he got halfway through, it was like a break, and they're like, you know what, man, I'm tired of wearing these outfits. Yeah. So they started, <laughs> the collars came off. One woman they had ended up more half leisurely. Naked. Yeah. <laughs> Naked, you're like, what's going on right now? I think the only thing in the movie that disappointed me was the plasma rifles or whatever. Oh, yeah, they were just... Uh, they sounded dumb. The air effects were that cool. Everything else looked awesome, though. Yeah, I was. That, they were annoying because I think they could have just said, listen, let's spend a little bit of money on a phaser. Because <laughs> if you like... They, like, shot someone in his knees, and all he did was fall to the ground dead. But no... It, change yeah then they shot someone in their face and all they did was fall down dead with no change well no one guy got his face the they got the blonde hair i don't know there's one guy that just got blinded by it he's like oh my eyes no but when he fell and he uh, his face was burned and there was one time where they shot someone in the chest and their whole chest looked burned and scorched so i'm like okay what is the level of danger of these rifles here this is uh do they kill you no matter what i mean he got his knees zapped and he died it was like the star trek uh it's on stun or kill (laughs) you're right but no i mean other than that i mean i really enjoyed it a lot like it definitely one of those ones where i'm like oh this is an interesting one to like to watch and just kind of go okay it's kind of one of those ones you can just watch and enjoy and not worry about, oh my god, I'm going to be freaked out. I think I've watched too many horror movies with an underlying theory or story. Yeah. And it kept talk- they kept saying Meteor Rejector as if it was Media Rejector. And I was like, is this like a censorship story? Like, <laughs> They're like, our civilization can't survive unless we have the Media Rejector. And I'm like... Are you, what are you getting at here, buddy? <laughs> yeah, I've watched too many. But I think it was just that they needed a, a good... Uh, I think it was just uh, like a trope, right? Like I feel like they were like, hey, we have to have something in here that... To protect us getting off this planet. 
Yeah. Because usually he goes, yeah, we fixed the engines. Let's leave. We fixed, need this one piece. Wes fixed like, fixed like six parts of the engine while everyone was running around. I know. Wes is inside like doing it, and then he ends up like, I'm going to do like, And he's oh. the one that sacrificed himself. so he- To save his civilization, but not ours. Yeah. Thanks, Wes. Way to go, Wes. <laughs> All right, what do you think would be scarier? What kind of planet of <clears throat> vampires? Imagine a planet of vampires. What movie vampires would be like, oh, shit. Oh, um. I'm thinking 30 Days a Night. Those vampires are vicious and jumpy and crazy and evil. I would say yes, because I was thinking of like Nosferatu or the one from uh, Salem's Lot, but he wasn't that scary because he had Renfield. His Renfield did all, did all the work, really. He was like, hey, yeah, most vampires Renfield. And then I was do. thinking Lost Boys, but they were just like they just wanted to party and have a good time. That'd be a fun planet. Oh hell That'd yeah, that'd be a man. party planet. <laughs> I know, eat worms. I'm eating worms. Um, <laughs> it's spaghetti, Michael. Um, it's rice, my Michael. But uh, but I, I agree with you. I think Thirty Days a Night that that would be the most terrifying. Uh, because they were just, yeah, deranged. I don't think it's my favorite vampire movie, but it's definitely the scariest vampire movie. Yeah, one of my favorites um, that I really love, one of my favorite of vampire movies is Let Me In. That's one of my favorites. That's a great one. Yeah, that's one of my... That's I great. don't even mind the American remake. No, you know, I I, prefer, I, I don't prefer it, but I, I don't mind yeah. it. I thought it was pretty good. Like, I do. Obviously, the original was just so amazing, much like... Any kind of, uh, you know, even like La Femme Nikita, you know, anything like that where it's done in French or doing done and you're like, oh, wow, in the original language. Um, and, but I think they did a good job not um, Americanizing it too much. It was very, still very dark. Had the same tone and everything. Exactly. Still very dark, very. And I feel like because What's Her Head was still very young. And so it was a good one. But yeah, that vampire, yeah, that was. Uh, but I always liked that one too because, man, at the when she really takes out all those kids in the pool, that was pretty crazy. Yeah. I'm like, why weren't you my friend in high school? <laughs> I needed you. I, know, I needed <laughs> you in grade school. I do think this movie could be remade. Uh, I do. Like With real vampires. <laughs> I don't even. Th- no, I actually think they should drop the vampire because I'm fine with the actual storyline. Yeah, with zombies. I think with vampires it'd be cheesy. That's true because then they would never do it correctly, and so yeah. I mean, I just rewatched Ghost on Mars or Ghost of Mars. Oh, with- that's pretty good. No, with LL Cool J in it. Yeah, but it's that's cheap. a terrible movie. Yeah, but you. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say you do you drink enough and it did. <laughs> You drink enough and suddenly it's fine. I know. Because, I mean, like, John Carpenter is so funny. The stuff he does, you're like, he's, you know, he's mostly known for what, Halloween, you know? It's like, and then you're like, yeah. The thing. Or the thing, sorry. I mean, I do love Halloween, but that's the first thing I think of when. But the thing, right? And then you're like, but after that, you're like, the vampires and the stuff he's done. You're like, dude, I just feel at one point you were just like. I forgot about the vampires. (coughs) John Carpenter's. Vampires. They live is good too. They live's great. See, that would be a good one though. I feel like uh, that'd be a good, uh, cool remake. Remake a little bit, but I feel you know then it'd be like you're buying into capitalism. But yeah, maybe yeah. I don't know. Like that'd be really interesting to think about that um, being remade, but still being very like, but still using that same kind of technique 
whereas minimal was good. Yeah. Right. But t- telling more of a story, like where I guess that would come in, like, ooh, who are these other people, and what was the civilization? Kind of how you roll in, and you go, oh, they're dying, but they, you know, somehow they're they're part of like they're like little lights. I get, you know. Which I'm not yeah. really sure, but it'd be cool to to know about, you know, more about, because they're like, we're trying to live like you would have lived. I'm like, yeah, dude, you just killed all my crew. Why, why would I uh, have any kind of like sympathy for you right now? You know, you could have came to us, special glowing lights, and maybe we could have worked something out. Yeah, but it makes no sense. There's one part of the movie that makes no sense to me. It was when Mark and Sophia turn. When do they turn? I know, they were on the run the whole time. Yeah, I can't figure out when it happened. And if they did turn before they even got to the ship, why wouldn't they bring back the other crew members that were supposedly with them? Yeah, I mean, I'm just more like, because at the end, obviously, but I was like, I don't, when do they, because they'd just gone to that ship and saw the thing, and they got out with the tuning fork, and they got out, and then they came back, and they went to the other ship and stole it. But they, so they would have had to bet because they were alive. Yeah, they looked fine. Somewhere in in there, they, they were said, like, yeah, they, they accepted said, it. They accepted it. So I'm just wondering when this occurred. I don't know. Maybe it was that night when he was all, "I'm very fearful that we won't make it out of here," and so he's like, "I must accept them in." <laughs> also, they went to go get the meteor rejector with like six crew members, <laughs> and. They were running back with a meteor rejector, and four of the other crew members were still fighting for their lives to help save those two. They jumped on that ship, and they just fucking booked it. There oh, was yeah. no, like... Yeah, they would, though. Because... There was no, like, let's wait for our crew members. No, they were like, bye. I know, because it was like, boom, 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 boom. You're like, okay, they're all dead. But I'm just, yeah, they. I'm just curious in it when they changed. Yeah. That's what, because there had to been... There has to be a telltale point in... The movie where they changed because like yeah like he basically goes yeah they're coming after us fight them and then they which at that point they were already taken over yeah so they get in and then they'll let their people die like oh yeah we'll let them you know which makes no sense because you're right like when did they occur i'm just wondering where it occurred because <laughs> they were being chased down unless they were the unless within the group they were like the uh, renegades were like fuck these motherfuckers like, and if they I'm had off this planet if they had changed before they got back to the ship wouldn't the other side be like all right you guys go you're but gonna what, but what if they were the renegades of, of the, the of, the, of the civilization and these two okay. were like they somehow tricked them into it and they're leaving like we're leaving these people behind. We're leaving them behind, and then they left everyone behind, and they jumped on. They're like, ha, ha ha ha, we beat them. Do you think people in the '65 movie theaters, or back in the '60 1965 in the movie theater after the movie ended, would look around at everyone in the crowd and be like, oh my god, are some of these people aliens? Because back then, you gotta remember, things were new. They didn't see stuff like this. <laughs> Maybe. You know, literally might have like come out of that like, what? Not trusting anyone. It's like yeah. War of the Worlds situation where they suddenly oh, yeah. think everyone is around them yeah. is an alien. <laughs> or, no. Um, the, like, it uh, blows my mind this was before Star Trek. Like, this I know. was incredible. Or was that, um, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. It's a great movie. See, that one is a crazy one because that one you'd be in a movie theater going, oh my God, man. Like, 
<laughs> you know. <clears throat> but those, I mean, those are some too. I mean, I don't know if you've done that. We I haven't. We'll have to do those. Oh, we have to do those because those are a good one. Um, yeah, those will be a really one. Um, they have the original and the uh, the remake. And then the remake. And I think I saw remake. another remake. I think I saw the original only. Maybe the second remake is what I saw. 70 when you probably saw. There's no doubt you, you would have seen that one for sure. Just because even in, like, that's one of the horror movies they just show. Like, they'll have on TV just in general. Usually the original is hard one to find. That's when they usually don't um, <clears throat> have that one at all. So that was the movie. What yeah, was, was your rating of it? <laughs> Out of 10. Out of 10. I'd give it an 8. I would give it a seven, and I would not have expected that when you showed me the cover of the movie. <laughs> You're like, oh my lord! Um, so, listeners, the reason I haven't done a podcast in a long time is because Anne has chosen to step down from being a co-host because she just didn't want to do it anymore. She still likes watching horror movies, just too busy. And Brian loves doing them so much that Brian has offered to become the new co-host. Yay! So, We're doing it! We're doing it! So me and Brian will be coming back to you week bi-weekly, probably bi-weekly. Yeah. But we will be bringing you new horror movies with ridiculous takes on them, jokes, and new drinks. Yep. And we will get nothing but better and more inclined. Yeah. Yeah! <laughs> so next week, I'm going to choose the movie. Oh. I haven't chose it yet. But I will choose something ridiculous because that's what I want to go for. Oh yeah, make a list. I've already <laughs> I have already a list that I'm putting in Prime. All right. Well, thank you for listening thank to you. this episode of Bourbon and Blood. Yeah, <laughs> it was awesome. It is awesome, and I'm looking forward to doing more of these. And yeah, I'm super excited, and more alcohol and more fun, hanging cool. out, talking about. The best things in the world, horror flicks. And we'll be back in two weeks with the movie Willy's Wonderland. Bye. Oh, yeah. <laughs>